Hello. Hello. Industry. 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 Hello and welcome back to Industry Tactics, the podcast that talks to outsider musicians from Canada and beyond. My name is Friendly Rich. I'm your loyal host and honored to be back with you today. We're speaking with Robin Hatch about her new record Noise that just came out uh, like three or four days ago. So really excited to speak with Robin. It was an awesome conversation about everything from industry tactics, Submit Hub and the garbage that it is to uh, her her recent dealings with uh, Dweezil Zappa and more. So what an exciting conversation. Uh, prepare to be dazzled and um, this coming Friday new music from a project I'm working with called The Bird Brains that features Dave Clark, Rebecca Hennessy and Michael Herring so look out for that on all of my social media and here it is now episode 91 of Industry Tactics featuring Robin Hatch to Industry Tactics, Robin Hatch. Thank you, Friendly Rich. Great to have you on. Thanks. And yeah, I mean, you, um, we've never met in person, have we? I think maybe at like Cameron House once or twice. Like, oh yeah. Just one of those passing, like, I've got gear and I'm leaving type <laughs> deals. I, lo- I love those kind of deals. Yeah. So many, so many. I'm, I'm, I even miss that. I even miss that. That's. I didn't know that's what I would miss the most is like uh, the exercise. I didn't realize I was getting from lugging gear into my car. Like Fuck. I look back at photos from last year and I'm like, how was I so ripped? Because I, I don't <laughs> exercise. But that's and that's what it was. It yeah. Was like putting an amp in a car. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. Those little things, eh? But um, no, but I was really intrigued when you tweeted uh, and I responded right away because I was like, that's awesome. What did you tweet that, that prompted me to want to interview you on this? I oh, mean, I think it was like a sad sack, like no one going <laughs> to, I'm yes. sending press release, no one's going to answer it. That's it. That's it. Uh, um, something, something to that effect. Um, so I appreciate that greatly. No, it was something like, um, but there was something that, that triggered kind of my whole reason for wanting to do this podcast in the first place, which was like, I don't know, creating a bit of a a, a space or a, a, a forum for, for, for weirdos to, to kind of 
celebrate each other in a lot of ways. So you know what I mean? I was just like, yeah. I'm, oh, well, I'm, I'm releasing my press release today. And I, I hope that's that's not the case that that you've gotten like a flood of of responses to 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 it. But um, I, I was got, intrigued by it, you know? Oh, thanks. I got uh, like a couple radio stations. Good. I, Good. It's hard to get. I find there's like a the Toronto journalist community is you can know all of them personally and make yeah. all the connections and yeah. say hi to them and be their friends, but they still won't like take your music seriously. And it's like, yeah. thanks guys. Like the, <laughs> all, all the stuff that they tell you in those like books on how to schmooze with people don't mm -hmm. really apply for like, I don't know the writers at now magazine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, tough weird egg to crack that's for sure and i mean yeah i well i guess we'll just start this by i'm i'm no journalist but i do love talking to to fellow musicians about about how they have come to be and 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 what they're up to and and oh, want to support in whatever way i can you know so that's why we're here so um oh i appreciate it you know what it's like right it <laughs> fuck yeah yeah i do and it's like it's not um that's a, it's a real shame what you're shining a light on there with like not only Toronto journalists but just like like in general it's a, it's a really it's an uphill climb for yeah uh, like you know. why should you need to like I I'm doing this till I die regardless nice uh I'm sure you know what that's like it yeah uh it's weird to feel like I'm in a time where it especially feels like failure if a journalist doesn't respond to your email because it's like so desperate with COVID happening or that's how I feel anyway. Mm -hmm. Like it, um, mm -hmm. it, the only outlet seems like, Oh, releasing music and hoping, you know, I don't know everything I hate about the industry, like writing music for sync placements and like yeah. hoping you get a booking agent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of that, uh, uh, you know, I, and I was going to ask you if, are, how are you doing this, this release? No, it's called Noise and it's out when? Uh, next Friday. It's so out October Friday the 15th, 16th. October sixteenth. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're doing a, a Twitch release, I see, like a live stream Twitch show yeah, coming up. Yeah, like right? I was going to just like play some poker on my Twitch stream and play my <laughs> album during it. <laughs> <laughs> We, we're going to talk about that. That's exciting. So, is is that right? That's 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 happening. You're going to play some poker on your Twitch stream and 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 play the record. Is that is that the idea? Yeah, yeah. Although I um, I've set up this green screen in here, and I oh. kind of, I think eventually I'll get some sort of video performance of the, of the record. But I haven't quite figured out how to hmm. like play it live yet. So, oh, I imagine that's got to be. Uh, a real challenge, but you, you seem like, like the kind of musician that would be up for it. You, would you be able to pull that off live? Yeah, yeah, that's been the point is Damn. that um, like I got a analog drum machine that I can run into my profit and none of the pieces have more than like one split patch on the profit, which is oh, like over there somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just like get nailing the rhythm like I, I need to practice locking into an arpeggiator basically okay um okay now this is going to come out shortly after this is going to come out on the um, monday the 19th 
So why don't we uh, why don't we play a track just to get people in the mood, understanding what we're talking about? Um, let's play a track from your new record, Noise. Uh, go ahead, your choice. My choice. Uh, so let's play like Heatstroke is the one that's. Yeah. Like, um, I'm. Can I grab my coffee while? while Absolutely. Well, okay. I mean, I mean, grab your coffee. Okay. Grab your coffee. <laughs> Give me one second. Here's heat stroke while uh, while Robin grabs her coffee from the new record noise.
um, the, someone I've been sending it to this like scam website called Submit Hub just to like. Oh yeah, that is a fucking scam website, man. I know, but I sent it in to a bunch of people. And good, I, good, um, and they give you feedback when I they know don't. I, I, it's the worst. It's horrible. And it's the worst. One of them said that like it's all the stuff that you think oh nobody's gonna notice, and they like just tell you everything that you're worried people will notice like so anyway some guy said the production on this is baffling there you go there <laughs> which you i go. thought i was like okay i've that's fair i've never produced anything is, I, is I, this self-produced yes like i wow. don't know what i'm doing wow uh, i watch a lot of youtube clips it sounds and, awesome i don't know it's it yeah um let me just rephrase that because you get it in writing right sorry. but if he was keep going keep going if he was reading if he was reading it if he was saying it out he'd say wow the production on this record noise is baffling like it's amazing like it's it really it looks back as as much as it looks forward i really think it's um i don't know i was really intrigued by it and it led me to then go down the wormhole of all your other work which um surprised me or just put a big smile on my face just as to how different it all sounds like together so this is your is this your fourth release or yeah. it's like your fourth release in a year and a half yeah which yeah. is a pretty great batting average thanks i uh left a band i was in and was in like a legal dispute for a year and a half um, oh damn and we, we are by the my... way we're not talking about the fact that this is industry tactics but so far like what um 10 minutes into the interview we've already talked about submit hub <laughs> uh being your own journalist and now uh a legal dispute and four albums in a year and a half so here we go continue sorry yeah like i think it, that made me want to just release you know when you're playing in other people's bands and it's like uh you want to throw in some special flourish and it's like save that for when you do solo like you can do the mm. and show off when you do your own music that's okay. that's yours so okay. i was very frustrated leaving this band i was in and um the first album was sort of a product of anger of like really wanting to say my voice as much as possible to like a, yep. a frustrated extent. Yeah. Um, and then after that, um, I, after the legal dispute ended, it was sort of this like, fuck you. I'm going to put all the money into making two more albums right away. Mm -hmm. um, so I booked studio time and producers for, for those two records. Um, and then so that's work. Those two records are works for solo piano, and then Hatch. Um, Hatch, yeah. And then in December yeah. last year, I put out Robin Hatch. It's like a piano record. Um, yes. So, yes. And I did that at Union um, last okay. with Chris Stringer. Yeah, um, I saw that last fall. That. Yeah. It sounds great, and uh, and we'll we'll play something from that uh, in a little bit for sure. Um, so so this is really like. Um, you leaving that band that you mentioned and really wanting to flex your muscle or, or just share your voice, like deliberately saying, okay, like enough of, enough of that for a while, I've got m more to say. And, 
I imagine it would, it sounds totally different than what you were pursuing on the other side with that other band, perhaps, or is that? Yeah, it, um, in that band, it was a lot of add one piano note in the first chorus, add two piano notes in the second chorus. Yeah. Like they weren't your compositions. Yeah. And even if, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, wears on you after 80 hours of that (laughs) yeah yeah how long were you in that band uh two years and uh long long enough yeah what what else did you learn about Um, like your artistic side of things you know from that coming out of that it seems like you're coming out of that experience with like a real obviously three albums in one year you know i I um, grew up playing classical piano and um, I had undiagnosed ADHD like in high school. So I, I think it was clear I was never going to be a concert pianist, but I also had no idea how to focus and practice. Um, hmm. So after university, where, which did, I where went, did you go to university, Robin? U of T for English. Um, Cause I, like I finished my Royal Conservatory in when I was in high school and then um, didn't like hated music by that point. It was like, I resented my teacher. The The piano teacher student relationships always weird. And my teacher, like, you know, he's an, a monster player and really great guy, but it, mm-hmm. you know, my family are not musicians or creative types. So I think none of us, knew how to you know yeah if it's not clicking with a teacher does it mean that you suck as a student or do you just at any rate um i went back to lessons like when i was like 2014 um okay to try and get my chops back up because so is that what where where does that lie in your life is that while Mm -hmm. you're in university or before or oh so i i graduated u of t in 2011 and then okay started working at second city um like playing piano there and um then got the gig in our lady peace through one of the arkells Mm -hmm. um because they were looking for a female keyboard player and i was the only one any of them happened to know Mm. Otherwise, I think they would have gone with Michelle Willis. This was like okay. before she got the David Crosby gig. Okay. And uh, so so I didn't, I was out of shape, I think, musically at that point. But um, they were in a rush, so I didn't have to audition. Um, but Amazing. about two years into that band, and then I was in Dwayne Gretzky as well, um, okay. playing covers. Uh, I just wanted to get my chops back up, like yep. really learn how to shred. So um went back with a classical teacher who was like just a total weirdo (laughs) yeah like uh trying to i learned a lot but he did the russian method of like make you cry to improve yes it's a great method though i mean well you get good faster you really get good and it crushes your soul for a little bit yeah but i had a lot of like Oh. Uh, uh, shit I hadn't worked through from like college and I had like a bad weed addiction so okay. it was like 
I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> I, I was so depressed and like living oh, by myself. No. Like it was so bad. And but this teacher had this, you know, method and he was trying to get me like uh he was very lonely or is very lonely as a as a uh -huh. person. So he uh -huh. wants his students to give him money and keep coming back every week. So um I don't know. By the time I left lessons, he was saying like good uh he, he called me threatening to kill himself he said oh god, i don't see oh any god. talent in you like that oh, kind of that sounds brutal yeah like oh, no. really kind of <laughs> okay okay awful. So that, that paints a picture for sure yeah so uh and part of the lessons was he didn't want to let me play you know i wanted to learn rhapsody in blue i i called him yeah. initially like i want to learn rhapsody in blue and he was kind of like learn how to play the music you hate what do you hate uh bella bartok so um we're gonna focus exclusively on bartok and learning how to play that really well so i i love this guy he sounds like a complete like like you said weirdo and that's for sure learn how to learn how to play the music you hate yeah which there's it's interesting i i yeah. learned a lot from the experience yeah uh, overall and Sounds, sounds, yeah, that's really intriguing. Sorry to hear about all of the... It's, the, the shitty you know. stuff sucked, but there was... Yeah. I... You'd show up at his place, he yeah. would have made you cry the last week, so you practice like a maniac all week, and then you get to his place the next week, and he goes like, today we're just going to look at this architecture book of, of pictures. Like, kind of trying to do scientology okay. type like stuff where it's like now look at this architecture picture what does that make you think and i'm just like oh, oh my, my god like yeah okay okay like, i hate okay. you <laughs> yeah so how long did that that keep up um so for three years um, three years yeah about i think maybe let just under three years probably closer Good for to you years. i don't know yeah sounds sound i mean it was it great for your chops like did it really I, help? I got a lot. Yeah, I got yeah. a lot better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, see, that's the that's the difficult thing about a teacher like that. That could be so just, you know, yeah, abusive, and, abusive in many ways. And it, but but on the other side of things, it's like, oh boy, but does it bring results? Yeah, tough, I think that tough discussion. It's tough too when I don't know. You can't. I'd be stressed sitting at the piano around him and he could see that. So he'd kind of point it out, like, why are you making that face? Why are, you know, mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. impossible to relax around and, and really play yeah. if someone like that's sitting right next to you. But that's also a big challenge. Yeah. Anyway, it, yep. Yep. the first piano record was, I took a lot of influences from like, you know, Bartok and this the stuff from those lessons I hadn't worked out like you know so bar, bar, is Bartok the music you hate well not anymore I, I think it's you know it's cool now it when I was a kid I didn't like it because I I liked you know the sound of music and ABBA when I was 10 <laughs> put it all in the in the stewing pot that's great yeah uh so I appreciated him kind of uh showing me that if you're a composer, you're a painter and you get, if you have more colors on your palette, you can paint more vivid pictures if you have more elements to choose from.
Wow. We are, we are into it here with Robin Hatch. <laughs> I spelled your name wrong on the, on the, uh, did you know, did you pick that up? Oh, I, of course. Yes. <laughs> of course. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. That's okay. That's, I'm just seeing it now in the bottom left corner here of our Zoom. It, um, with an I, not a Y. Who the, who the what, fuck spells it with a Y? It's when the sorry. people that I know for years do it that it, it okay. really bugs me. Because then you, you can't say it if you've known them for a long time. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, thank you for your understanding. Uh, That's okay. So your, your music education sounds like wonderfully all over the place. Like I gotta say, so you go to U of T for English, mm-hmm. yet yet throughout you're getting your Royal Conservatory or what? Or had you gotten it by the time you had gone to u- university? I had gotten my grade ten. Grade um, ten. By by the like when I was in high school still. Okay. Okay. So and where and did then, you go to high school? Where like where where? where um, I grew up in Oakville, so I'm living okay. here now again too, um, in my parents' basement, which is <laughs> fucking sick. Prompt, and, great, good for um, you, Oakville. I live in Oakville too, so uh, you do. We could have probably done this like socially distanced. Oh man, totally. You, know? we'll, you can we'll, come we'll... jump my car after this. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I'm like the CAA you don't want. You know, yeah. like the guy who knows nothing about cars. Yeah, I, I asked as my. My folks just got a new car and I was like two weeks ago. So I asked them like, can you guys jump my car? And they're like, call CAA. Yeah. That's the right right thing to do. That's, that's the right answer. Um, But uh, so you you went to high school in Oakville and, um, and were you you know the Oakville high schools then? Not, I mean, only maybe by name. I like, I went to Appleby. That's not really an arts high school. Oh, so. I've, I played the most beautiful tennis match of my life. We broke into the grounds at Appleby. Oh, nice. And played tennis there while it was closed down. It's a, it was like Hogwarts. Is that what it looks yeah. like? Hogwarts? Hogwarts? Yep. Warts? Hogwarts. Yeah, there's the, the funding. The grounds look beautiful. A lot of when yeah. I was there, you know. That's amazing. What was it, it that was, like? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, like the Trump kids? I do. Imagine I like a, a school oh, where 90% of the people are like that. <laughs> Holy shit. That was the answer I was looking for. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you're also, it's a great opportunity to be there and you know sure. that. Sure. So you're not allowed to complain about the people, but they're really mean. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I had heard some stories now, come to think of it. It's just like all of the problems almost seem magnified or something like that. That uh, is that. Yeah. I, I mean, just it's a weird vibe. It must be a weird vibe, but interesting. And uh, do you still it- keep in touch? Pardon no, me, we're no. all doing coffee burps t- this morning right. on, on the podcast. Do you still keep in touch with any of those those students from back no. then? No. Uh, two, I think I have two or three friends that I still talk to, but we don't hang out in person. Yeah. But it's like... What does that say about... I don't know. I mean, I, I don't keep in touch with many, many of my old high school chums either, but I don't know. Does that say anything about... A sense of community that was built there or not built there or what? Or do you think it was just the year and the time? Uh, high school. I think it was the year and the time. I yeah. think that... Uh, I don't know. It. 
it wasn't cool to play music when I was in high school. Like it was, you I was did, did you do much music education there or what? Yeah, I was in like the jazz band and the choir. So like, you know, you okay. get bullied for that. And uh, oh. you don't want to like, uh, I, I wish I had gone to an arts high school for sure. Okay. Um, and that was like, interesting. That's why I went to school for English because I didn't think music would be lucrative. Like I amazing didn't make the connection there. Um, so anyway, I, uh, I, I ended up studying with Hilario Duran. Um, oh, wow. Who's like a, hum, you know, sure. Monster player from yeah. um, Cuba. And yeah. for about six months after this classical teacher I went to in 2014. Um, okay. And so were you doing, what were you doing musically in university then? Were you studying? Uh, were you playing? I was playing in like indie bands and, okay. you know, like I had a micro Korg, but I, I didn't know anything about uh, synthesizers or... Wow. Like I didn't know what I was doing. Wow. Um, wow. Uh, anyway, okay. So so you're with Hilario. Um, when did you become like synthesizer guru? When does that uh, kind of kick in? So... When I quit, when I was in rural Alberta Advantage, like I, I played the Minotaur or the Taurus bass pedals. Um, yes. So I, which is, yeah, it's pretty sick. And um, then I started playing in Whitehorse oh, right yeah. after that. Um, and they used the Minotaur a bit. So I picked up okay. a Minotaur after that, um, but had also like financed from Long and McQuaid over a year and a half, like a, a Profit 12. Cool. When I left, RAA is sort of like a fuck you to them as well. Like it. Okay. Uh, and then I like I live in a, at my parents, so I figure yeah. I'll put all my rent money towards yeah. gear. Um, yeah. Which is wow. so. Um, wow. It's really biting me in the ass now, but uh, I think the plan was to try to get into composing, like do uh -huh. one of those CFC residencies. Like, how can I monetize yep. this? Um, yeah which I've applied to twice and no, you know, they don't even really. Care. Yeah. Okay. Well, keep, keep, are you going to keep applying? He got like, I guess it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, it, uh, it's like applying for grants. It just feels like yeah. it all feels delusional. So, yeah. Yeah. um, it anyway, the, um, but you know, if you don't, it's like ten other artists will be, and it's like that's what I hear. So I think it's like yeah. there is, there has to be this constant stream of persistence when it comes to that stuff. Otherwise, it's just like others mm -hmm. will get it instead of you. And I mean that 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 could be fine if you love those others. Um, yeah. But I don't know. It, I think there, yeah, it, there's an importance to it, right? Yeah, I got a a Banff Center residency. Um, so great. This is twenty. 20, start of 2018. Okay. okay. I'm out of this band. I can't find work anywhere because I haven't worked a proper job in a decade. Um, it, uh, my therapist was like, you have to do something. And, and I applied to Banff with voice memo recordings of just, um, of two of the pieces that are on my first piano record. Okay. Um, and that that validation was huge like the yeah have you done a residency before 
Uh, yes, yes, yeah. It, not, it really not, feels... in, not in, not in, not, you mean at, at Banff? Or, yeah, or just anywhere, oh, like Artscape yeah. or, um, yeah, yeah. It really feels like it's nice. It's a yeah. Big, it, it, I like the word validating. Yes. It's like people yeah. are saying you can do it <laughs> and you, totally. here's the time to do it. Totally. So, so what came out of that is, is some of your first record. Though, yeah, I did the whole thing there in, oh, in wow. two weeks and like produced it myself with can this we, microphone, actually. Can we play yeah. something from it? What, what, um, like Nocturne's the piece that gets, you know. Okay, let's, let's, um, let's play. So is this from Works for Solo Piano? Yeah, yeah. Um, the Purge is my favorite piece. That's just like an improv yeah. when I was really like. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, cool. Well, I mean, if uh, let's play, let's play. Uh, can we play the purge then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it comes. Her favorite piece from that record works for solo piano. This is Robin with an I hatch. <laughs> works for solo piano. The purge. Um, so you you pick up composition just by paying attention. Yeah. Come on. Well, that's so impressive. And you, I, I took music history as my minor in uh, oh, university. Okay. So there's stuff like I I haven't studied Bach enough to really understand uh, harmony and counterpoint, but in beethoven for instance it's like there will be a melodic figure and then you can see it kind of expands a bit then it repeats then it goes to like the b part like the the aba structure is something that's mm -hmm. 
easy enough to follow that you can kind of treat yeah. it like algebra and just here's my melody, here's the expanded part and so on. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, so, so you mentioned like from playing the music that you hate in Bartok to then almost honoring that music in, in a lot of ways in some of your earlier compositions, there is that kind of element of, um, you know, borrowing from others until it becomes your own, right? Just kind of like, Hey, mm -hmm. how, how do I noodle around this, this, this idea or, or, or further that concept? Is that, is that kind of a, a part of, of how you've evolved your voice too? I mean, inevitably, yeah. I think it's how we all do it. I mean. Yeah. Um, on that piano record, Daisy, Daisy is the piece that, um, uh, is Bartok like that's the Bartok piece ah. uh and it uh like the titles from that song like the the reference to 2001 like the robot always sings right. that because right. it's about kind of the my piano teacher um the the psycho russian guy <laughs> that's better yeah <laughs> trying to say uh he'd say to me like what are you visualizing when when you play this piece, because it's supposed to be like in a Bartok piece, he <laughs> he'd basically just walk through towns of people singing traditional folk music and kind of write down what he heard, and then oh wow, I didn't uh, know that. that's cool. Yeah, and cool. so he was the original, you know, rip off recordings. Yeah, yeah, right, right, guy. Um, but his pieces would be about you know like pigs like traipsing through a field or something like that like just uh-huh imagery that i find very funny to yeah. to try and visualize when and it has no relevance to my life um <laughs> and and i find it annoying when this teacher would be like trying to make me cry like eventually i'd i'd be kind of oppositional about it so he'd be like what do you what do you visualize when you're playing this and I'd say like like a guy sitting at a table like writing it with a quill right right <laughs> <laughs> and he'd get like mad at me um so amazing amazing yeah keep yeah going. like so that so that piece was like I don't know me making fun of that kind of the the whole pointlessness of the exercise of trying to play really well like like your Bella Bartok when nobody's gonna ever yeah, nice. pay to see you perform as a concert pianist so why are you know why are we striving why are we striving for that perfection yeah exactly yeah yeah, um, yeah that's that's really that's nice that's nice and I think that's like such a uh, you know you're honing in on what what is such a problem with how we go about music education right like it it, it really yeah. isn't isn't about that it's more uh, i mean there's there's all of the other stuff that that it totally is about you know about mm -hmm. connecting and and i don't know that let's not get into that but it's just like why are we striving for is it what is it about that classical music upbringing yeah. that makes us that way like you know yeah why do we need perfect rhythm like in you know yeah yeah it although um to name drop somebody that i when i see him play i go like 
oh, I wish I practiced that much because you can see that yeah. he did. Have you seen Raphael Wayne Weinroth Brown play the like the cello player? No, no. Oh my god, I gotta send you. Okay, this. it's uh, it he does intense? like loop pedal. Yeah. It, You've seen final like Owen Pallet play, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like if you saw I don't want to say he's like more talented. If you saw like a okay. metal guy doing that kind of style, that kind oh, of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so he shreds. Yeah, and can yeah. perfect rhythm of like thirty second notes, like that kind of yeah. level of yeah. Uh, when I see him, I go, okay, I get. I get why we push people this, yeah. this hard. Yeah, no, no, t totally, totally, totally. Um, but I played a show with him <laughs> in January with, with this band, Volure, um, okay. who were fucking sick. Uh, mm. And he went on after me, and I, I had a sense of, like, what we're doing is different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, I, I do want to have, like, a personal voice to my music where um, I'd rather have someone be able to tell that it's me playing mm -hmm. rather than have perfect technique i guess and nicely put but i mean yeah i mean what i want to get into your practice as well like how 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 is your practice uh regimen going i wish it was better ideally mm -hmm. i'm practicing more but when i do practice i usually do um set the metronome to like 30 Mm -hmm. <laughs> and do Hannon uh Hannon exercises but diminish scales. Mm -hmm. So like uh let me this is plugged in. Like or sorry. But really slow. Um mm -hmm. And that it's it's almost like meditating. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. Nice. And then once you get in that zone, usually find a classical piece and slowly speed it up and try to learn it really well. Mm -hmm. um, I'm taking lessons again right now with um, Mike Garson, the guy who played um, the Aladdin Sane solo. Um, oh wow! Wow. Yeah. It. Wow, is, how how did that come to be? Well, luckily, that's one of the benefits of COVID. Is that guy tweeted that awesome. he's teaching? Um, awesome, good for yeah. you. Yeah, good. Thank for you. you. Well, it you know thank the Serb. Although I you yeah. know I can't afford it anymore. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, but that's really he, cool. Thanks. He is. He studied with like Bill Evans. Would see mm -hmm. Thelonious Monk in concert. It like just wow. wow crazy jazz player um so his practice tips are that i I need to be doing are mm -hmm. um he thinks i can get my jazz chops in shape that if i want to do that i i can so it's basically play 12 bar blues just try and do straight um mm -hmm. comping in the left hand like on mm -hmm. twos and fours and mm -hmm. um and be able to play right now it's 12 bar blues and autumn leaves rhythmically perfect and it doesn't matter how good the right hand is or if the solo's cool like the the rhythm is the goal right now um so yeah that's it's a playing... treat that's a real treat to be able to connect with someone like that and uh and and so so he he's got you looking at jazz stuff as well 
it yeah focusing on jazz stuff i think okay. to be mm -hmm. honest like it mental health wise this has been a very difficult sure eight months for everybody sure um and having him say you know think about being a jazz musician as is has helped a lot um very nice no very nice to hear and i imagine it's it's got to be challenging just to i mean i know you you're releasing a record in these times and that's got to be like i mean that's what kind of connects us here today is just your that that fleeting tweet that you sent of just like <laughs> you mm -hmm. know i'm i'm throwing this out there uh and and that that is kind of the um you know i just wonder about on your end about like how, how has the situation we're in with the health pandemic kind of changed your thinking around your music career um well i passed or how, or how you do it how you do it yeah. so in january i was uh going to the nam show with a microtonal synth company okay. um oh, wow. And the day before I left, got an email from Dweezil Zappa. Holy shit. For a Zappa, play Zappa audition. Oh, yes. I, I saw this. Yeah, okay. Great. Um, so. Damn. I went to LA with the microtone people, landed and said, like, I'm staying in the Airbnb. I'm not coming to the NAMM show. <laughs> I'm, like, practicing. I was like, I'm sorry, this is this is the once in a lifetime chance like yeah yeah uh and whoa spent f four days straight transcribing and um learning six pieces like amazing uh and then met with dweezil and his wife on on the last day of my trip um so you didn't end up going to nam like it, it was I, well, I stayed in like near the show in Anaheim okay. and um, like went in for maybe 20 minutes twice. Wow. Wow. Dweezil and his wife. But that's really amazing. Very cool that um, very Thanks. cool that, you know, that that's in the works and that you're getting opportunities like that. I mean, good for you. How does that Thanks. how does that it, happen? Does Dweezil Zappa get your phone number and call you? I have an agent in Los Angeles who. Uh -huh. I pay 20 bucks. It's like almost a scam where so I pay 20 bucks for it's be slightly better than submit hub, <laughs> but it's um, yeah. like I've, I happened to see the post on his Instagram. Okay. On this agent's Instagram um, at the right time. And okay. wow. once every four years or so, he has a post like that. Like I, I had a wow. needle diamond audition once that I, you know, <laughs> damn. Uh, but he doesn't usually get stuff, so okay. It it was a fluke. Um, well, how beautiful! Yeah, it would have been if I had gotten the visa. It would have meant I could tour solo music in the states without having to go through the P two visa bullshit. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then I'd be able to start getting like composing gigs, hopefully in the. Because LA is where the real money is, I think, for mm -hmm. sync placements and composing. Mm -hmm. um, and is that something you, you are like that? Is, that is something you're intending to try to pursue further, like once things open up a bit, or still in consideration? If I have to, 
Yeah. I think for me, the dream job would be a sweet touring gig. And then I can make my own music for fun on the side that I don't have to try to hustle. Yeah. So it's just the love of music part. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's Um, great. That's a great design. Um, yeah, and, I it, think that's and it, it sounds it like you, you've already kind of established yourself in that way with bands like Our Lady Peace and 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 Dwayne Gretzky and others that that can help you kind of, I mean, build up to 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 that. And obviously, if you if that Dweezil thing pans out, uh, that's definitely a step in that direction, isn't it? Yeah, it Americans aren't going to be coming up here anymore. It's a whole new yeah. Ball it game, is. You know? It is. You talk to booking agents and they're like, when have we seen a time where festivals are booking an all Canadian lineup? Like that's fucking, it, you know what it is? It's like forced CanCon in a way. It's kind of amazing, you know, um, yeah, but it's that festivals stuck. next summer are going to be all Canadian. Like, so the opportunities are going to be, I think, uh, just, more, I don't know. It, mm-hmm. It's going to look different. You're right. It, seems like now's a good time to if you can hustle online mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you have a better mm-hmm. chance of reaching an international audience than yep. you yep. do like i'm making niche stuff that canadian festivals are not gonna book like i've kind of come to terms with that that you think so eh? like i i don't know i hear like i hear like in your last record like shades of like Owen Palette and I don't know if that's if that's there or not but I I don't know I hear such I think it's completely it would go over completely well on a festival stage you're not you're not you're thinking it's is it are you thinking it's too outside or niche I don't I think it's it's really hard to convince people of it like for some reason Owen Palette you know he's got I don't know why he can well, I do know why he's he was doing this kind of thing twenty years ago, and that's why sure. he can sure uh, sure. But it, I guess it, that's why I'm trying to start singing mm-hmm. is so I can mm-hmm. do kind of basement dweller video performances. Like how fun! I, I love I love yeah. the, I love the that that term basement yeah, like he, dweller video performance. It's so it's literally underground. Yeah, like it. Good for you. You've seen all those Tonetta videos, right? Like the. No. Oh, really? Do you no. know that? Do you know that no. guy? What? No. Yeah, I, I mean, no. Okay, you. I'm gonna send you. Okay. Okay. He's send a me Toronto guy, and he's okay. like. It, Very it's cool. insane. It's like a. I I don't know how to describe it, but he does um, guitar videos, and he's like been around for decades. Um, okay. And it's What's really his name? Tonetta. Punk music, yeah. Um, okay. Okay, and but what's the deal? Is it like live stream, like basement dweller stuff that you were talking about? Like, can I send you, you it while? How- no, I don't know. I no, don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, well, it, it might crash. It won't. What crash. if I share you my screen? Do it. This never been done before in industry tactic. Can you share a screen? Yeah, hang on. Okay. I'll what am I looking at? Okay, thanks. DIY. So, so you get. I get the it. Vibe. Yeah. 
<laughs> so is this a basement dweller? Like, is that the vibe that you're going for? Well, I think like it's a cool vibe. Like, I, I don't think really I could pull, This is authentic. No, yeah. Okay. Um, but it's, and it's someone that he's the ultimate in weird, like the ultimate weird oh, freak. That's uh, exciting. That's really exciting. Yeah. And you're yeah. right. You know what I love about what you're touching on is what I've been saying for a while is like, fuck the old way of doing things. Like you got a green screen behind you. Now you, you can, you could just bring the new, a new reality to life in terms of the way you're, you're, and, and you're, you're doing it as a solo artist. So there's no sinking kind of lagging kind of bullshit. You can actually hopefully make it sound decent. Yeah. And it, you know what I hate is the, like this, like polished kind of Instagram style of, of music that you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Sure. 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 Just the, the typeface that's across the board with mm-hmm. every musician's branding and mm-hmm. I don't know it. That's refreshing. Yeah. I, yeah, I want, st- yeah. yeah, I want stuff Something that's else. like off. Yeah. Um, the tone is off or it's like unpolished. It looks like cable access. Like hey. there's that tone is gone. Yes. Let's bring back the Rogers cable, cable television vibe. Totally. Totally. Yeah, like and that's where we are, right? Like that is the sorry. Go ahead. People like watching shitty looking stuff, you know. It's yeah, it's it's a whole aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, that's really exciting um, to hear that. That's kind of where you're at. Um, Well, look, I I don't want to keep you too long, but I do want to talk about your your synth record. I think it's called just it's just called Hatch, right? Yeah. I mean. Can we play something real quick, like Fort Mac? That's not too long. You like that one? It play like if you want to play something. I like play, all of it. Second half of that, the Great Sky God or something like like there. All right, here. No it comes. one ever plays that. The Great weird. Sky Sky God and yeah. um, just take a clip out of that. All right. The, the end of it is pretty wild. Okay, <laughs> just the ending of the Great Sky God from her record Hatch that came out last year. It's an all synth recording. Do check it out on her on Robin's Bandcamp.
Um, wow, that was the great Sky God. So, yeah, what the fuck? What is going on on your end that you're um, you're you're in it? Like, so solo piano works to that, like, and then to to noise now where you start singing. It's like a great progression. Um, I just I hear all kinds of like uh, Wendy Carlos, all kinds of fun stuff in there. But what's like who? Yeah, where where are you drawing your inspiration here? Like, I don't know when the synths just kind of take over your life, but they definitely have, eh? Like, you're definitely finding your voice. Thanks. It. Um, so I had like a like the September 2017. I like had a first psychotic episode, like a brief psychotic uh, oh. break, and I like totally lost touch with reality for like five days um oh my gosh and checked into cam h and have been kind of sobered completely since then and like i was wow. doing tons of acid and like weed had just been legalized so i was smoking okay. like yeah i was spending all my money on weed um and you know abusing stimulants like just okay fucking okay. mess so okay um <laughs> after that i don't know if you've ever had an experience like that where it was like out of a dream but mm. you know when you wake up from a dream and you're like thank god that was a dream like mm. uh mm. having something like that end and having to deal with having acted like that mm. in real life um wow it was very interesting um <laughs> and embarrassing so mm. i think that my my inspiration for the weird synth stuff is an outlet for knowing that my brain is able to go to that place i i don't think wow. that a constructive outlet is you know in relationships with people like it there are, hmm. there's only so much i can even express to my therapist of of that kind of stuff but mm -hmm. i can put it into music very easily like it uh wow, wow. and kind of express myself in that language that way um yeah, yeah. wow well thank you for sharing that that's um oh yeah you know i mean it sucks <laughs> it sucks but i mean i definitely hear you channeling that energy in a in a great way in in the music and and applaud kind of i mean just yeah um i i had no idea that that that, that that's kind of what what your path has been since 2017 so um Oh yeah, yeah. like kind of trying to scale back the er yeah trying to be comfortable with the crazy parts of myself um, uh -huh. Uh -huh. and finding appropriate ways to kind of deal with it but it yeah it uh acid unlocked a lot in my brain that yeah even in yeah. sobriety you know my life yeah. has changed forever so it yeah um yeah <laughs> I think when in any other parts of life, imagining that you're, uh, you know, communicating with aliens, that kind of level of uh -huh. going nuts is not uh, practical. In music, I think it's very practical. I think that you make, if you're imagining you're communicating with aliens, you yeah. come up with really cool shit. Yeah, it almost makes sense in that realm, doesn't it? Yeah, I think fiction, writing, yeah. and, and painting are maybe the only other two places right. where you can... Right. Right. Do that and not have it be like, you know, Looney Bin. Concerning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so, so, well, thank you. I mean, um, 
And I, yeah, I just, I just love the, the body of work that you've kind of put out in the last year and a half. And I'm really excited to see where you're going from here, you know, and, um, yeah. Where do you think you're going from here? I know, I know you're on the, like a week away from putting a new record out. So let's see where that takes you. Yeah. Um, fuck. I had a meeting with a label. The, it feels like a scratch and win when you get an opportunity like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I'm used to gambling enough that I'm, I accept when I don't hear back or you hear back and it's yeah. like, yeah, it is. It is gambling. Yeah, it does. Yeah. feel like m- music career does feel a little bit like that compared to going to. I mean, I, I I would assume that all careers have these paths, but I think music definitely suffers from a little bit of like throwing it into the wind, right? Like, there's it's not as clear cut as going to get. A, what would an electrician do to get certified, right? Like, there's a definite path of like. And then you're in, right? Yeah, like it's and like, then you have a certificate of yes, you, you, you know, um, music is is so nebulous or when it comes to to where to go with it that I hear you on yeah. the scratch and wind side. You'd never have. That's funny, the electrician thing. You'd never have to beg someone to give you the certificate that you're an electrician. But yeah, there ain't with, no electrician hub, is there? Or a yeah, or, or like for electrician gigs, right? You go to electrician school and spend twenty years, but people are like, "Oh, you're delusional if you think you're an electrician." I uh, I love the fact that we're we're dancing around this submit hub kind of nonsense. And there oh, there was another one too that was did like, did you see that p- playlist I got put on? Uh, Yesterday it was uh, <laughs> dog relaxing playlist, like playlist for like if you're crate training your dog. Do you think there's humans? I did see that. Do you think there's humans behind it, or do you think it's just fucking bot work taking the fifteen bucks and running? Like, I I think it's you know for sure a human. It okay. Uh, and it's baffling. I do think that people are listening to those dog play like there's a lot of oh that's people nuts. that go to spotify and type in like dog relaxing what so, was that whole um there was like a submit hub racket for um getting into festivals i i don't know oh fuck because that. i i that's what i need to do is start applying to festivals it was the worst but like a lot of festivals are like no you can't apply unless you're part of this stupid conglomerate oh it was sonic bids that sonic bid other what a, what a garbage fucking i mean it's so anti-human relations you know it's just like there's no human to human i yeah, i, I resent it, all of that garbage it, i hate all the like you know like rich art gallery scene type sure, like sure. and how it's worse in toronto because toronto people want to be like they think they're from new york um yeah so they are extra weird yeah uh, yeah, yeah i hate the the whole having to act like that because those are the type of acts they sign or these kind of like art right. gallery, right. you know, we can book you for some schmooze thing at the ROM and like, it just lacks genuine, uh, like excitement about people's music. Like, why don't you book it for the right reasons? Cause you're actually legit into this artist as opposed to, mm-hmm. you know, us acting a certain way, let's say, but, um, but we know from like, you know, I miss Cameron House mm-hmm. because of that uh, comfort and solace that comes with sitting in that room, you know? Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
well, a good place to uh, to leave it, I guess, in a way. But I want to I want to hear a little more from your records. So uh, before we uh, we let you go, you were saying that you're talking to a label, perhaps. Oh yeah, a label. But they then they wrote back and were like, I mean, it's up in the air, but they're like, yeah. not not now, and it's that kind of. They're all uncertain too, I guess. Eh. You gotta figure. Yeah. yeah. Late, like. I'm surprised that smaller labels are still. Oh yeah. Because think I mean, of how much money yeah. they make off bands playing festivals. Right. And how few people right. are paying for festival things yeah. right now. The just... whole thing that's kind of crumbled for a little bit. But but as I said, um, there is a. I did hear that next summer it's going to be like all Canadian bands on on festivals because we're not going to be bringing in a lot of. You know, if the border still stays the way it is, it it will be like forced CanCon. So that that I see that as like a great opportunity to just kind of bounce back. You know, it probably should have That's been the, the way it, it it should have been that way like ten years ago in in a lot of ten fifteen years ago in a lot of ways, right? Like, oh, I, don't I, know, I, I yeah, Factor's been like this since nineteen ninety five, right? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. There's no room for unless you're on a major label, right? Right. That, You're that, right. It's good to be hopeful. My my assumption yeah. is always they won't book me. I will. I'll never get the opportunity. But you never know, right? No, you you don't. And 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 uh, and that whole notion of um, with the CFC or or grant applications is just like keep throwing it into the pile. I I don't know about joining Sonic bids though. I I I draw the line there. But keep hustling. That's that seems like it's what where where you are right now and. I, I, you know, and it leads to so many exciting realms. Like, I, I love what you've shared today of just in terms of like Dweezil Zappa calling you or just like all of the interesting uh, worlds you've already been in in music. And it seems like you're just getting started. So um, thank I, you. I, I, w- I wish you well with this record and, and, where, and where you go with it and, and the underground basement um, vibe that you're you're looking to to develop i think that that's so exciting um thank you and it's where music is going i think it's it's got to have you got any shows coming up no not a goddamn show in sight what are you doing for playing these days i'm uh yeah i'm composing this piece for mechanical organ sick been yeah i'd show it to you if i could uh get over there but i've been going live on instagram periodically like just briefly with and i'm not saving the videos but i've been it's this long piece uh for for mechanical organ it's like a street organ so i figure when the world gets back to normal it'll be nice to get outdoors with it and it really blares like it's really loud i'm surprised if you're in oakville you haven't heard it because like i keep looking out at my neighbors going like do they know what I'm doing in here? It's like in my living room. Oh, that's a classic, like, yeah. Been, classic a, Oakville thought is what did the neighbors think? Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I don't want to know. Well, hey, um, I won't take more of your time, but I do want to end on another tune from uh, Noise, your upcoming uh, release. So what what do you want to cue up? Um, I like... Uh... I like Lake Water. It's uh, instrumental. I really, I like it. All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much. This is Lake Water from Robin Hatch's new release, Noise. Uh, what a pleasure to, to meet you in Zoomland and, and speak with you. Thank you for all that you shared, Robin. Thanks for having me, Rich. It really means a lot. Um, and yeah, we'll talk soon. Take care. Anytime. See ya. Bye. Bye.
That was awesome. Thank you, Robin, uh, for sharing. Congratulations again on your wonderful new album, Noise. Check it out on on her Bandcamp, Robin Hatch. And uh, yeah, take care, everybody. Tweet us. Let us know what you're thinking, how you're doing. Hope you're all safe and healthy. We're at Industry Tactics on Twitter. We're also on Facebook. And uh, you can find me on Instagram at Friendly Rich. Be back again real soon. We're going to get back into that Doug Friesen business, talking about music education and the impact he's had. Some exciting interviews lined up. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again soon.